Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Masters of the Matrix. I'm Greg M. I hope everyone is doing really well and having a great week and a great start of your summer, wherever you are, and that you are continually growing and learning more about yourself, how powerful you really are, and all the wonderful things that life really is, that life is magical, that life is lovely and glorious and beautiful and these are the things that we need to focus on so we got to continue that journey and i continue to say to my listeners to keep going keep going keep digging more into your truth more into who you really are and how you fit into this world because i tell you you are unique to this world i don't care if there's 50 billion people living here everyone is unique so you are unique with the seven or eight billion people, you have a unique gift, a unique makeup in your spirit and your DNA, and it's a beautiful thing. So we need to appreciate that and find that. And it's in with it's it's in each of us, but it's up to each of us to find it. So no one else can find that for you. You have to be on that path. You have to want to be on it and be consistent on that path. And I promise you, more will be revealed to you as you're ready for it. And as you continue on that journey and as you're courageous. So in this episode, I want to take a little bit of a, a turn and talk about something that has, you know, has interested me in the past, something that has affected me in the past. And whether or not you have experienced something like this or, or even believe in it, um, that's okay. So I just want to come from my perspective, from my experience and from my understanding of how energy works. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about the paranormal. And this can be all sorts of paranormal things uh, from from lights and sounds to weird dreams to everything and anything. And so the reason why I'm bringing this up, why I'm talking about it is because it's something that whether or not we realize it, it's something that we're surrounded by, whether we can, whether we can see it or not, whether you're psychic or not, surrounded by all sorts of different dimensions, all in one single space. We have to think of ourselves as a radio and we're tuned into this dimension right now. We're so focused on this dimension that it blocks out every other possibility of it, of things happening, of things being shown to us. And so a lot of open-minded people are going to experience more of these things, more of these things that are outside the normal. And the people that don't believe in this stuff and that don't believe in magic are going to really have a less of a chance at seeing this stuff and manifesting stuff because this is the beauty of, of nature. This is the beauty of the universe is who you are is what is manifested through you. So, you know, as we remind each other of that, then we allow others to experience what they want without pushing our beliefs on others. So if you believe in angels, if you believe in um, you know, higher powers or ghosts or whatever you want to say, or UFOs, then that's wonderful. Um, and for those that don't believe in that, that's also wonderful. That's a part of your path too. So we have to give each other both sides the space to grow. And so how this affects me? Well, I have just to kind of get this episode started. Well, this has affected me for quite a long time. Um, I, more so in my, uh, you know, in my early twenties, I was, um, I moved into this house and it was, 
I had a really strange feeling about it. I know people talk about that a lot. And this is sort of before my massive awakening. I still knew about all this wonderful and magical things, but I was definitely a lot more um, afraid of it. I didn't understand it. Um, and so I kind of would ignore it. That was kind of my my strength. Is that was my tactic was to ignore it. And that actually is a really great tactic, to be honest, because if you ignore these things, then um, they can't attach to you because you're not giving it attention. And so um, this was an interesting one. So I moved into this house and I would always hear knocks and bangs and, you know, just strange sounds. And whenever friends came over and I had a couple of roommates at the time, they would experience uh, something too. They always felt really strange in the house. Um, and so what would happen in, in this particular situation what, what i would be i would be going to sleep and these these are this is the time where i slept without a fan now i sleep without a fan now but i also like having a fan on i'll tell you why i started using a fan when i when i sleep well every time i would fall asleep or just before i would fall asleep i would hear a knock like a bang like someone taking their fist and banging it on the door banging it on the window banging it on the wall and you know every time loud enough to startle me awake and this would happen so many times. I'm talking hundreds of times where I would be completely startled. And you're thinking, well, did, did I just hear something? Was that in my dream? You know, and after a while, you know that there's something trying to get your attention. So what I ended up doing was I ended up sleeping with a fan. And this is back in my early 20s. And so I slept with a fan to drown out any sort of sound. So that was my way of sort of defending myself. I was ignoring whatever energy was trying to get my attention. And, you know, this, this can affect your sleep, right? This can affect, you know, your comfort in your home, how you're feeling. Um, and so that was my tactic. So, so I, I used a fan and after a while, um, you know, I would say a couple of years later, I stopped using a fan for a couple of nights and the knocks were gone. Another interesting thing happened to me, and this, this is kind of one incident, but it was a string of these types of incidents was they, you know, whatever beings these are, if they're mischievous, they can manipulate the things that you might see. So for, for me, for example, I was sleeping in my bed and I had woken up from, you know, quite abruptly. And I literally saw a snake, like a python, massive python coming from my ceiling and it was coming to bite my face. So this is my awake state, like just as I'm waking up. And so I took my blanket and I threw it at this massive python. And that's kind of when I came to and I dialed in into this dimension. So it would this this entity would would try to get my attention in really mischievous ways, and so I would just ignore it, even though stuff like this was happening. So these are just a couple of the examples, and you know I never really resolved any of this stuff. This I just moved away from that place, and it never happened. It never happened in that way again. Other things have happened to me. I've seen other things happen, so I know from my experience that these things are real. Um, because everything is energy, whether we can see it or not, whatever our, you know, it's, it's a funny thing, because if you think about your eyes, they're dialed into a very specific frequency, and we can only see a certain spectrum of the light spectrum, and everything else is outside that spectrum. There's other animals that can see more than us and more in a, in a bigger, wider spectrum. So we can't really see very much as far as that is concerned. So we're very limited into what we can sense with our physical senses. And so when you understand energy, you realize that, you know, energy also, you know, can't be seen with our eyes, right? You can feel the effects of gravity. 
We can feel the effects of love, of, of emotion, without seeing it. And so, you know, this is the dimension of physicality. So we are between, we're almost, we're in the middle world of this, um, you know, in this energetic state. So for the people that are open-minded and are, you know, interested in this thing, it's very likely that they're going to experience more things. And so, you know, uh, other things that would happen to me, um, people would take pictures of me um, at my place and literally every time you'd see like an orb on me somewhere, like a big orb. And there was no dust particles going on at that time, absolutely for sure. But and this happened on so many different pictures, especially when I wore black shirts. You'd always see like an orb on me. So if something had attached to my my energy field or my my being around me, and was trying to you know whether mess with me or be mischievous or whether take energy. Um, that's what it did. And so my tactic at that time, because my information was a little more limited. Um, was just to ignore it. And that works. So if, if you don't want to learn about the spirituality side or energetic side, then that's great. Just ignore things that you hear if you don't want to be dealing with it. And you notice that we're living in a time where you know people are very um, interested in the subject. You know, you go on YouTube and you see there's channels that have millions of followers and these places and these YouTube channels are only going to get bigger because people are interested in what is out there, what's on the other side. See, we are on the other side, and there's the, there's that gateway, there's that doorway. So, for me, I was always interested in this in this gateway, up to a certain point. I didn't really want it, you know, following me in my bed at night, which it did. So I, I had to go kind of go through my my tests, and and through passing my tests with, you know, not necessarily having courage in the beginning, but having courage after, you come out stronger, you come out more aware, you come out more powerful. Because you realize your wholeness. You realize how powerful you are. You're not powerful when you're alone. You're not powerful when you're sitting there, a, a droplet in the ocean, thinking that you're the ocean and you're just a drop. No, it's, it's that understanding and knowing that you are the same quality as, as the ocean that surrounds the earth. So you're infinite, you're powerful, and you're allowed to create the reality that you desire. And that includes not being in a fearful situation and not having fearful things happen to you. And that's kind of the reason why I'm talking about this, um, this paranormal talk, topic, because, you know, it's happening, you know, more and more, we're seeing a lot more videos, a lot more people having experiences with this. And at the same time, the veil energetically is also fading away. It's kind of pulling back. So we're starting to see a lot more strange things happen in even in news and media, but especially on people's experiences on YouTube and whatnot, we're starting to see more really strange things that are coming to the surface. So the idea behind this podcast is to give you information on it and give you ways to protect you and your loved ones and your energy field if things like this do occur around you or a place that you visit. And um, these will definitely work for you. So, you know, there's a big interest in this. And I think people that don't understand what's happening and, they're, and a lot of people go visit grave sites or visit, you know, haunted places, there is definitely a potential um, for something to attach to you and follow you home. Not to scare anybody. This is not about fear. This is about just a knowing and understanding of, of the energy. For so for someone that goes to one of these places and they're in the vibration of fear, then you become a vib- vibrational energetic match for these entities. And these entities, they have intellect. Okay, just because you know we have this brain and we think our brain is all physical, well, it's not. Um, our consciousness can move in and in, in and out of our brain, in and out of our body, in and out of our completely when we sleep at night our our consciousness goes other where in other places 
And so these consciousness that are not necessarily physical, they are also, they're energetic. So they can interact and see um, things that our conscious mind can't. And so, um, you know, we see this in, in things like haunting. So other examples of, of what it might look like to, to either you or people that you know, or people that are, this is happening to, um, you know, if you're living in a house and your place has an entity or whatnot, you might notice like your keys going missing, or you swear that you, you know, you put your wallet over here and now it's, it's, you can't find it. And then a day later, it's somewhere on your table. Um, things like that, right? So these are a sign of a mischievous spirit, a, mischie- a mischievous entity. Um, we might hear knocks and bangs on the walls or the doors. And these are entities looking for a kind of a way in, um, uh, you know, energetically to, um, so you might hear that. A great way, like I said, is to just ignore that if you do hear that, and that will eventually go away. Other weird things that we might see are lights um, or electronics acting strange because these entities uh, have a strange effect on our electricity. So they may draw from a battery, for example, and may drain your flashlight or cell phone. Um, We might walk into a room and it's really, really cold. This is another way that they interact on this level of physicality. And so these are things I'm not, I'm not trying to uh, frighten anybody. I'm trying to empower you here. So the reason I'm talking about this stuff is, is things to watch out for and not to give things power where they don't deserve power. You don't want to give them power. So I, I mean power in the sense of fear. So we don't want to be in these situations and be fearful thinking, okay, there's a ghost in my house or there's a ghost in this place. I'm, what do I do? I'm scared. Well, because I listen to this podcast, I have some tools that are going to help me. So I'll talk about more of those kind of at the end of this podcast. So we can be seeing these things. Um, we might buy an old house. Uh, we might uh, be visiting a friend, staying over friends or family, and there might be some things that may be happening there. Uh, we might walk into a park that has a bad history of where a lot of people have passed away. And another level that this might happen to is is literally people haunting. So these some entities will actually attach to people and follow them. So when they think, okay, I'm going to move from this house and I'm going to move to an apartment or I'm going to move a different city and get away from this, turns out in a lot of instances, if the same thing starts happening, it follows them. So that's, that's a people haunting. So you'll have these varied different things of where these things can happen. All right. So what is the cause? What is the source? So as I've mentioned, many, many times, everything is energy. Everything is actually consciousness. Okay. So when I say everything is energy, energy is actually conscious of itself. Um, We are now, we are just given that perspective that we can actually look upon back on ourselves thinking, wow, this is a beautiful earth. This is no, and and it makes that separation that we think, oh, we're separate from this, but this is the experience here in 3d. It's a very beautiful, magical thing. Um, And so we see uh, the cause and the source. Okay, so we are, you know, everything's consciousness. Already, everything already is consciousness. You know, the plants that you're walking by in nature, they're conscious. The rocks that are on the ground that you're walking on, they're they have a level of conscious. Everything everything has a level of consciousness. Um, we have a certain level, and other entities and other plants and and minerals have certain levels as well. So, a lot of these are going to be you know human spirits. Okay, so human spirits that have had a traumatic life or a traumatic death or something that they are unable to let go maybe they've wanted to do something in in life and they were unable to do it so they feel they're tied to this plane so the amazing thing about this is that you know as a being as an you're also an individual being but you're also a group being so 
we're talking at the individual level here. And so when you, when you walk through that door, when you pass on, um, you know, people say, you know, you see that light. Well, that's kind of the gateway to the, that reconnection to your wholeness, to your truth. And some beings don't want to walk through that. They feel that they're, they're going to be punished. They're going to want to, they want to avoid the, the, the sentence. Um, or they feel they want to stick around here and, and they and they can't leave for whatever reason. So a lot of us, a lot of souls that have lived here have gotten lost in even the afterworld. Um, so they're unable to let go or they have, a, they have some anger. Um, they have, they have some trauma that they're unwilling to, to resolve. And so these are some of the things that we might see. We say we buy an old house and, you know, it's been haunted for 40 years. That's the story, say. And it turns out an old lady lives there. And it's, it's a lot of times you'll find it's like the first person that either owned or died in the house and they don't want to walk away from something that they've built with their hands. And so it's as simple as that sometimes. And that's usually a lot of the cases are there going to be human spirits that haven't crossed over. Um, other things that might happen that may not be human spirits, it could be extraterrestrials. So extra, extraterrestrials, as I talked about in my previous podcast, they are beings that can work interdimensionally. So they can actually go in and out of this dimension um, through flashes and through their craft and through even just thought. Um, and that's the level that they're at. So they can actually do certain things. And when you hear about abductions, and I might speak about that in a future podcast, but what ends up happening is they can essentially manipulate the energy around their abductee and stop time and even delete memories and whatnot while they're taking them and uh, doing their work. Um, this is a really deep topic, so I, I don't want to veer off too far on this, but um, you know, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of Dolores Cannon. She is a, a wonderful hypnotherapist. She has a lot of books um, and therefore a lot, has given a lot of knowledge on the subject. Um, so I do recommend if you want are interested more about this, this topic, look up Dolores Cannon, fantastic author, a pioneer in her work, um, although she has passed uh, in 2014, I believe, but her work is still absolutely relevant and even more relevant now. Um, so what I, and the reason why I brought her in in this is that that part is not necessarily bad either. So we all have contracts. We're all living contracts, even though we may not remember them consciously. So other things that we might see or might be extraterrestrials working some uh, circumstance. Okay. Those are a lot more rare. We might see uh, nature spirits or water spirits like these elementals that we have, earth, air, water, fire. There's also a consciousness inside there as well. So if nature spirits are angry and they're, and the land is not a, uh, not in rhythm with what's happening with, you know, humanity or whatever, there, there might be a collection of, uh, you know, sort of, I don't say negative, but, uh, you know, charged entities that might be in that area. And so we might see them um, manifesting some mischief. Um, so, and other, and, and really the big one here is that, you know, there is, is other non-earthly spirits. So, and what I mean by non-earthly, they're not necessarily human. They're not necessarily extraterrestrial. They're not necessarily nature spirits. Everything's, everything's energy, um, everything's consciousness. So they um, there are entities that, that may work as a collective, that can work as an individual, that are here to feed off the fear of humanity. Because remember, everything is food. Everything is energy. There's a symbolism in why we eat food in the first place, right? It happens at, on higher levels and in the dimensions, and it happens in the lower levels. And so everything, everything eats. And so they come here to 
to eat. This is a place where, you know, fear um, is abundant. Fear is easy to create. Um, and so therefore they're sticking around and, um, you know, having a massive, uh, massive buffet basically. And so they're, and this is, this is going into the next big thing, right? So these are, these are beings that feed off of fear. And so they purposely try to scare people. So they bring out that emotion of fear and then they get fed and and it's kind of, kind of a disturbing thought. I don't want to scare anybody out there. So this, again, I can't stress that enough that this is not about any of that. This is about how to empower yourself, which we're going to feed into now. So how to protect yourself. So what I just mentioned about fear. So the absence of fear. So it's basically not, you don't have to fight anything out there. There's no being that you have to destroy or not. No, no devil that's out there that you have to destroy. All it is, is just conquering your consciousness, your awareness, your knowing of who you really are. Because once that's done, you know, you, you are the magnet for your manifestations, including all these other crazy things that are happening out there. You create the desire, you create the reality that you want. So that's really getting into alignment into the ab, to the absence of fear. You want to be living a life of high vibration. So knowing about who you are, and that's why I can't stress that enough, keep knowing who you are, keep going to the truth of who you, are, who you are, and you will be led moment by moment to the place that you're supposed to be. So I can't stress that enough. It's the absence of fear. And all of us have fear intrinsically. I get that. So once you recognize it, it's how quick that you can recognize that you're in a state of fear is the quicker that you can actually get out of it. Because you're going to have the techniques and you're going to have the know-how and the knowing of, okay, am I being rational right now? What's happening? What are the tools? And then it's going to remind you to get out of that vibration of fear. So it's okay if you feel fear. It really is. But to sit in that fear is actually just opening up a river of energy. Okay. So we want to just realize that what we're in a state of fear. We need to release that and um, grow from it. And when you keep doing that, you become more powerful because then, then fear has less and less of a grip on you. You're going to know who you are in your place and that you create the life of your dreams. So it's about knowing that you are an infinite being, that you are connected to the infinite creator, that there is um, a, a one source for all things, whether you want to call it God, whether you want to call it Krishna, whether you want to call it Ra, whether you want to call it the source or the universe, whatever term that there is, there is one energy. And so when, when you know that in your heart, that you will never die, and that you know, you've created this life for an experience for yourself, and you go deeper into that truth and know that, it's going to bring you so much peace and faith that you, know, you are creating the, the life of your dreams, and that you are safe and you are protected, because what you believe is who you are, right? So we, I have to drill that down. Because it's something that we have to be, that we've been drilled, something that has been drilled into us is to be, it's, it's normal to be scared. It's normal to be, to have fear, right? Like we have so many things on, on our TVs and our, our media that just pumping fear out through whether it's, it's about zombies or the apocalypse or, you know, an asteroid hitting. Like there's always, there's something people are afraid of sharks. They've, you know, they make everything sort of a scary thing. And so that's those little by little. That's giving your power away. So um, the, and I'm going to tell you the biggest, the absolute biggest tool that you can, that you can use to protect yourself and protect anybody around you is to use the power of love. 
Now, I know this may sound easier said than done when you're in a moment of fear, but it's about, but it's about collecting that consciousness, bringing that awareness that you are in the state of fear to, to bring back your knowing, bring back your truth, take deep breaths, connect with your body, feel your body, and that will ground you into the moment, and then that fear will dissolve, and then you use the power of love from your heart. Okay, this is one of the most powerful things you could do in any circumstance. Um, and this is naturally who we really are anyway, but especially in situations where you really want to make a change, um, where you want to be protect your energy field. And this is can, can be in a situation where a, 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 you're being haunted or there's an entity that's trying to you know be mischievous with you or scare you. Um, this is what you do. So you get into that moment, you get into that knowing, into that that frequency of love and knowing that you are all one, that, you're, you, know, that you're, you can never die, that you're infinite, that you create what you think and what you believe. And if you give this being love, if you give the situation love, if you give the circumstance love or the, the actual physical place that you're in, if you give it all your love and you can vocalize that if you want and say, I love you, that is the, one of the most powerful things that you can do on this planet is by saying, I love you. And, you know, if that being is, is loving and love, then it's come there for healing and it will be healed through that, your connection. And if it's not, and if it's something that is being mischievous and is not ready to be healed, it's going to run away from there as fast as it possibly can. It's going to teleport and it likely will not come back because you're not a vibrational match. Your house or situation is not a vibrational match. So when you do this, this is the most powerful thing you can do. On the opposite side, if you were to give your fear and always constantly be in fear, well, that it's just going to be a really bad situation in there because you're energetically giving it food. It's just like, you know, feeding feeding the pigeons. They're going to come to, and you know outside your front door. They're eventually going to all be swarming there. It's the same thing. Everything is energy. Everything has like symbolism. There's so many likes right so a lot of these um hauntings are actually like i said this this the non-earthly ones the non-organic beings that that those are more rare um modern society would call those demonic entities because they don't know the the true depth of how of of, who, of what these beings really are so they they, they label them and call them the, the devil or 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 whatnot but they're really just non, you know, earth spirits that are at a really um, low vibration without love, and they're here to feed. So and that's the world that we live in, unfortunately, at this time. And so, the more that we know, the more that we can bring balance to ourselves and our surroundings. So, what happens um, with that said is that a lot of these humans that pass away because of life is so traumatic here. They have a traumatic death, or they they didn't feel like they you know finished their their work here. And so we might see uh, entities and human beings and children that are past young still stuck here, that fragment and still stuck because we have the power of free will, even at this level, even at other levels. And so we're allowed even as spirits to say, I don't want to come back. Well, you don't have to. But after a while, you know, you get that ingrained into your system and you can um, you get become stuck. And that's what happens in a lot of these hauntings is there's, there's people that have been trapped and they don't know how to get out of it. So and then you find out what I find pretty funny is you find people, these explorers or these people that go after hauntings, they're going there and they're like filming these beings and, you know, scaring them and, you know, getting scared. And, you know, really 99% of the time, if they were to say, I love you, walk through the light, you know, like bringing that love, bringing that knowing of, of truth of who you really are, 
will actually awaken that being and allow them to reconnect to their higher selves. And that's really our purpose. But we've like to label things. We like to be scared. We like to frighten ourselves. So we go in these situations, but hey, it's all part of the plan. Nothing's out of divine harmony. Um, but the more you, that you know about this stuff, the less that it's going to affect you and bring fear out of you. So it's, it's, you know, I find it, you know, for those that know it, it's our responsibility. If we are in a situation just to be loving, just to give love, even if we don't understand it, whether they're entities or another situation, we don't understand, just give it love and just watch the magic. You know, if you do that in it, in it, you are being haunted or, you know, someone and you're just giving love, you're going to make a massive change real quick. And you know that that's that spreads like um like like a like a wildfire. So the higher vibration that you are, okay, and that's being in a state of love, of gratitude, of abundance, you know, and you're not really in a low vibrational state very often, or if at all, or you're you know you're you're not quick to anger, you're not easy to anger, you don't get frustrated because you know that where you wherever you are is where you're meant to be. So you're kind of go with the flow. You be kind of become non-sticky, I would say. And so you don't become a vibrational match for things that are trying to drag you down. And so that's one of the biggest things is keeping our vibration high with whatever we need to do, whether it's like eating great food and lots of water, meditating, going for runs and working out or going for a walk in the park, playing with your animals or children, keeping your vibration high. This is all a part of those, those things. So the more that we do that, the higher we are literally raising frequency. And the less, uh, the farther away we get from sort of those low vibrational circumstances that would try to bring fear out, fear out in us. It's a very powerful thing. Some physical things that you can do, and these are things I've, I've always talked about, are, are um, crystals. So you can use crystals to protect yourself and your, your person or in your home or in your work. Um, you use black crystals for if you have a sense of being, um, you know, you're in a haunted place or you're going to a scary place. Um, you know, an unknown place, uh, you feel you might fear, might get hold of you, you know, wear a black crystal, obsidian, black tourmaline, you know, a tektite. Um, you can even use red crystals or pyrite or whatever crystal that you um, connect with or, or that, you know, you feel will make a difference. So crystals are a very powerful thing and we can place them in, in four corners of our home, for example, with the intention that these crystals are are connecting and creating a grid and protecting my home and protecting, protecting my energy field. And see, because everything is about your intention, right? Everything is about your, your, your direction and your consciousness. That's intention. So that gives it power. When you think about the crystals and think about the grid going over your house, that therefore creates the grid. We might not be able to see it, but it certainly has an effect energetically. So doing things like this are going to be a massive difference in protecting your home. You can also use salt. Salt's a very great cleanser as well. And even if for, for yourself, for example, I speak about salt, well, you can actually have a, a shower in salt and um, grab a whole bunch of Himalayan salt and, you know, in your shower, just rub it all over your head, rub it all over your body. And that's a great way to cleanse. So salt is a natural cleanser. And finally, the, the last thing um, and something I'm a big fan of are, is using sage, using Palo Santo, using frankincense or using um, myrrh. These are all like those are resins. Um, or using the sticks of wood, or using sage. These are powerful ways to cleanse your energy field and the energy field um, in the situation or the, uh, you know, the home or, or building that you're in. So putting your intention behind this as you're using sage, um, you know, from your heart, not from a place of fear, but from a place of gratitude, that is going to make the biggest difference. 
that is going to change energetically the the entire environment. And so this is how powerful we are. And we have to think of Earth as a school for us to know our power, to know how powerful we really are, because at other dimensions, what you think is instantly created. And so we have this delay of time, this invention of of time, space-time, to be specific, where if we think something, we just don't necessarily see the physicality of it. It takes time for for that to manifest. Um, and the, the the cool part is that if you are a, a you know deep down in your heart that what you think and what you feel and out of love you can create anything, you can literally manifest instantly based on the level of your belief system. So that's why they say great masters like the Buddha, like Jesus, were able to manifest instantly because they were so connected to their higher self to the to the source that they saw it. What they saw out of their eyes was created because there was no there was no delay. Right? There's no time element there. So we are in a training ground. We, are, we have to be responsible for our thoughts. We have to take responsibility for our feelings. So if we're in a situation or something triggers our feelings over and over again, well, that's a sign that we need things that we have to work on because we're being triggered at that level. So the more that you know yourself in that way and the more that, more that you're willing to work on and breaking down those things, the less of these things that happen in life, whether they're you know negative people, negative circumstances um, or, you know, negative entities, whatever they're physical or not, are not going to be a vibrational match for you. And so you may have, you know, your, your paranormal story um, or you may not, right? Depending on, on, on your belief system and, and, and your path, it's all unique. Not, not everyone's going to have the same experience. And so, you know, but if you do experience something like this, if you do hear about something like this with people that you know or, or care about, um, these are some things that you can do to um, to help them. Um, you know, I, I know a lot of them are are easier said than done. Like you know, not being afraid, knowing your true self, knowing that you're one. Because it's it's different. It's almost like a wisdom. It's a, a, a deep knowing that you know it's a faith, really, that we are truly connected. It's not just a word I'm saying. That it's a deep knowing belief. And the more that you can connect with that deep knowing, that's that's how you really make a difference in your life. Because you become unshakable. You become you become unmovable in your power. Your personal power really grows, and you are less affected by those around you. And you start affecting more of those around you because you are that really bright light. So we need to be responsible for our thoughts and our feelings as often as we can. And that's why I always talk about that. And the more that we can do that, the more that we can change our environment for the better. Right. So whether there were we're being you know, haunted by entities or whether we're walking into school or whether we're walking to our business, that same vibrational energy is going to make a difference in whatever environment you are that you find yourself in. And that's how you change the world. And so I hope you got something out of this. I really enjoy talking about uh, this subject. This is something that, uh, that that continues to fascinate me, but I, you know, at the same time, knowing I keep it kind of at a distance because what you think about right? What you, you create more of. So if I were to be, you know, watching scary movies all night or watching ghost videos all night, um, you know, I'm kind of creating that potential for that to happen in my life too. So, you know, everything's about limitation. Everything's about balance. I'm not saying don't watch scary shows or don't watch the things that you like watching, but just bear in mind that when it's in your consciousness, you know, sometimes it's, it's goes beyond our conscious and goes into our subconscious and becomes kind of a silent belief, a silent potential that 
this can happen. So that's where it's about being responsible for things we put in our body, whether they're food, whether they're thoughts, someone else's ideas, um, something on TV. We have to be responsible for what we're intaking. And at the same time, knowing that it's an adventure. That life is an adventure. It's not meant to be scary. Um, you know, so when you become aware and you empower yourself and you allow the adventure life to happen around you, you just go with the flow. You don't have to resist. And then that way things don't stick to you. So that's the ultimate goal, right? It, it's it's a life path. It's it's a it's a life choice. And when you're ready for it to make the switch, um, you're gonna see the fast change it makes in your life and those around you. But it is definitely a um, something that you can't just do on a Sunday. I mean, you can. I mean, don't get me wrong. But you know, the more that you put into it, um, the more you're gonna get out of it. So I want to thank everybody for joining me on this episode, and I can I hope that you have a great week wherever you are and if you are in the um the northwest where i am where it's 40 degrees and we're in a a heat wave i hope you stay cool take care everyone bye-bye